The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hi everybody, this is Sarah. And this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Welcome and thank you for listening. I just noticed that I turned on my computer and the photo that is supposed to be my profile is now Rory. Of course it is. How did he change? I don't know. How did he add himself what? to all my TV, my TV <laughs> profiles? No, he's eight. <laughs> what the hell is going Everything on? Everything says Rory and Rory and Rory. <laughs> oh, whatever. Oh, well, we have some new Patreons that joined no, our Patreon. And... Listen to special episodes just for Patreon exclusive episodes. Stop. That are even frumpier and trashier. Do they than want these. to? Yeah. Maybe. Anastasia Brown. Thank Anastasia. you. Anastasia. What a beautiful name. It is. Anastasia, Anastasia Brown. What's the movie? Anastasia. The, Anastasia. Yeah, that's what it's And called. Meg Ryan was Anastasia. Oh, I don't know. I thought you were talking about the cartoon. The cartoon. One. Yeah. Oh, was Meg that Ryan's her voice? voice? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Rain K became a Momoa. So Rain. we're going to give her a Momoa shout yeah, out we are. right now. You're gorgeous and fierce and strong. And mm. I know we went to war with the Amazons, but that was before my time. Hey, you know what? I don't want to die. I'm young. There's shit that I want to do. I just feel like I never really embraced the sea or the land. I've been alone my whole life. There it is. Wasn't that He's glorious? So sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He almost showed his bits on Instagram I know, he's this like week. parading all around with no a loin pants cloth. on. If I wore a loincloth, it would be like, why is she wearing those hairy leggings? Because <laughs> it would be pubes. <laughs> it would just be loincloth mixed amongst a sea of pubes. A sea as far as the eye can see. Yeah. <laughs> a great sea of pubes. pubes. And loincloth. Well, yeah. that would be something we could all just take and put in our little put pocket right of memory. Our, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Rachel Sincere, did I say her last week? Yeah, you I did. Because I couldn't remember. And then she was like, you called me out, biatch. Yeah, and she was yeah. just the credit card girl. Yeah. Um, but we can say her anyway because we love now her. Now she yeah. gets three. Yeah. Um, and Katie B. Katie B. Welcome, Katie B. Katie B. Katie B. Rain K. Anastasia B. Oh my gosh. Oh, they're all so wonderful. You're Thank you. You're all the best listeners ever. We uh, love you. Um, we do every week too, because normally every week we have a shitty poop week. And yeah. last week was just very, very, very busy. Yeah. I got through it. Today was very busy and I got through it tomorrow. I have trippers 
puppy class graduation. Oh, oh congrats, Tripper. Well, he's 50 pounds. I mean, 40 pounds now. He's five months yeah, old. He's, he's 40 huge. pounds. For Britney Spaniel. He is pretty big. And he has just his business is always in everyone's <gasps> face, too. Are you going to mm. have him have surgery? Of course. Yeah. I'm not keeping well, those remember nuts. Jamie said... Well, but I know, what's Otto's, his name? Otto has to keep his nuts. He does. But, he is just something. No. Um. Anyway, you. so after Tuesday, I don't even think I have anything on my calendar for like a month. Really? When I just my podcasting. Yeah. Gosh, um, I have nothing to do. We're gonna watch so many murder shows. We'll have to. Yeah. yeah. Rory asked Phil the other day. Dad, why did you marry mom? Hmm. Why did you marry someone who loves murder? (laughs) And Phil was like, that's a good question, Rory. And I was like, Phil, shut it. Oh, God. But then he did tell his physical therapist that um, I had a podcast today. He did? Yeah, he was saying, my mom's in that room. I was in the waiting room doing her work because she works at MinCaps and she also is a podcast. (laughs) And she was like, what? And he said, but I can't listen to it because it's about murder. (laughs) And there's swears. So she told me all that and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And she said, I actually do really love true crime. And I said, (laughs) all right, it's it's always the husband. Do not judge me. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. I never know My mothering skills and my podcasting skills are very, they're two separate. Are they? uh, Not really. No. Um, what was I going to say? I can't I remember. God. I'm just trying to figure oh, out. Oh, um, we did. We haven't told people yet, but we did win the Minnesota we Women's Press. We told them Press. last weekend. Did I tell last them? Last week. No, that might have been two weeks ago do when you... I was impaired. <laughs> I was <laughs> highly impaired <laughs> two weeks ago. You have but early people... onset Alzheimer's. I might. I'm sure I do. Mixed with COVID brain. I do That's too. That's thing. Yeah. Um, well... Um, it, the May magazine, it is that the we won. May. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. We won Minnesota podcast. Oh my god! Um, I forgot I said that. But our glitter in the shitter is something that is lovely in our week, and I had a few. What is it? I had multiple ones this. I know. Time two. Who knew? I don't know. I should Usually, write I'm like I hate everything. I know. But now I'm like, oh. Um, I you know my hands and my cuticles from giving those yeah scaby porcupine hand jobs. Correct. When and, you're out of tongs, yeah. when there's no tongs in sight and you have right. to use your hands. Um, my hands are just, you know, real gritty sandpaper like and my cuticles are just ragged mm-hmm. like the flesh from chainsaw, chainsaw, Texas chainsaw. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that's what it looks like on my cuticles. The mask? Like, yeah. Yeah. Where the skin, like my cuticles mm-hmm. make his raggedy face mask. I want some of that. Is that what you but just... But it's the best... Cu- I've used it for like three days and I almost have normal hands. It's like cured extreme shit cuticle. Like I have like shit you porcupine are- hand job cuticle. It cures it in like two days. It's called Blossom and it has little rose petals in it and it smells as rose oil. Put it on. Oh my I God. don't know. Where it's- did you get it? Walmart. No, why did you even set foot? Well, I don't know why I was in there, but then I saw that and I thought, hmm, and I like the the fact that there's little flowers in it and I bought it and it works like the best thing I've ever had. Oh, it smells like roses. 
It works so well and on your feet and everything. Oh my God. I don't know what's in it or what it does. I but think it's just probably just oil, oil and moisture that maybe that would be it. Probably. I don't know. It works great. It's on Amazon as well. And we have an Amazon storefront. So if you want to go to oh my our God, link did you put tree, stuff on it? I did. Okay. I, I put our glitter in the shitter is on it. Okay. And just everything um, else. Things I like we weird buy. things. You haven't done I have yours. A, so. I'm sorry. I'll do it tomorrow maybe. But you can go there. If you go there, then we I get like three was. cents or something like that. Oh I my think. God. Three cents goes yeah. on. Oh, I needed a real cuticle oil right there. Okay, so you have one. Did you have another one? No, I mean, I have many. Oh, I'll just you're gonna, save them. You're going to save them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to this week because, um, you know, we get excited when we find new podcasts that we love. Uh-huh. And like a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, we really do. We, or I guess maybe a month ago, we kind of compiled a list of podcasts we love. Right. And this one, I was recommended now i want everyone to hear this so this bitch does not come at me Uh oh nut bar i knew it suggested that we listen to this in our group chat well which one was it she did two of them that are actually doing really well yeah i did not actually click on the link and listen to it from there but because i listened to morbid they teased oh. this series, and then I went and found the series. So Nutbar loved it first. Of course. Okay. It's called The Deck Investigate. So The Deck is with uh, uh, the Ashley lady, Flowers. Yeah, Ashley yeah. Flowers. And um, so this series it's just like 15 very short pot they're like between 10 and 20 minutes maybe each episode um and it investigates the murder of a woman who was not murdered by her husband oh who's ever heard of something like that i this was unheard of wow that and they really, there, huh? they really never even looked at him. Are these solved? This one, I'm not to the end yet, but oh. Nutbar said it's not solved; it's unsolved. So oh. it's hard to listen to. But no, I heard it was really good. I mean, from Nutbar, of course. No, it's really, but also from other yes sources. And I thought, hmm, Nutbar's on to something. Yes. She had another one too that is way high up in the charts now too that she found the train one or something like oh that. laramie oh yeah the laramie something yeah but um, it's laramie something laramie yes. was cigarettes on i love lucy i think i don't know um so the deck of this yeah. murder is the murder of darlene hulse all right well i hope it gets more attention yeah then. and it's from the 80s and gets so. solved god no shit they like beg people during it like please call us okay um the other thing that I want is lighthearted and this is for moms everywhere who have children who watch TV or maybe you as a mother put them in front of the TV because you want them to stop talking about Minecraft. Yeah, you want them just to not you want them ignore that you exist for 15 to minutes. To stop telling you about mystery eggs and rare things and so you say just watch this. Okay, If you just gave him like a quick slap 
<laughs> then he'd back away, away just a little bit. Um, so this show <laughs> is called Xavier Riddle and the Secret Museum. Hmm. Now, this is literally one of like I I loved Bluey, remember? Yes. And I still love Bluey, but this is right up there with Bluey. It's on PBS. It's absolutely adorable. And every single episode, Xavier Riddle and his sister and their friend go into the past through the secret museum and they meet famous people and they find out. Yes. And then they find out about how that person became famous or a great person and it's so cute and it's like um and do they go back to ingerbert humperdinck they do not but oh. the one that rory was just watching today was um um oh my god what the heck Taft? Is their name? temple oh. graden 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 yeah Grandin? whatever it is with and the so- animal lady Yes, and she has autism, and yes. so they were talking, they were learning, there was a kid in the museum who had autism, and they're like, I don't understand why he does that, and then they go in the secret museum, Aww. and they end up at Temple's house when she was little, and they show the things that Temple used to do, and it's so cute, every character, when they go back in time, looks like that character old, but so like, Temple had gray hair as oh. a child, and like... Um, her little Albert shirts. Einstein had oh, like great the crazy hair. hair. Yeah. yeah, they just they go back oh, in time and make all these. It's really really cute, and it's really educational. And then Rory like really gets excited and wants to learn about the like Jonas Salk was one of them, and so oh. he was like, oh vaccines, and was like looking up polio. And what, I mean, it's the most adorable adorable thing. Did everyone back then? take the vaccines or did they eat horse diarrhea you know actually they did take the vaccines (laughs) okay and they actually eradicated polio oh that's how that worked um i thought something like that was happening i i don't know so the guy who it actually started as a book i think by brad melt meltzer why do i know that name because he's like a cartoon tunist or something Does he do or, american horror story i don't know do you want me to I, i'll I look know. into we'll it look but it anyway and chris eliopoulos or something and the first book was called ordinary people change the world Aww. and at the end of every single thing they're like albert einstein was once a kid just like us and then he you know that's they become cute. these great Aww. things yeah that's a good thing it, is great and even as an adult i think you will like it like sometimes i'm like who the hell is this and i want to find out more about their past do they do charles nelson riley they Mm. have not done charles nelson riley yet Mm. well they better get on it and i gotta find out why i know that name brad okay um i know him from some player he produced something dumb that i maybe watched Meltzer, or i'm just making stuff up as i normally do anyway um I we also like bring we have a Facebook group we have an Instagram group we've been getting wonderful ratings and reviews from people thank you so much he's that's a, so helpful he's a writer yeah he wrote looks he's like, a writer on like something I know the lightning rod the escape artist inner circle did you maybe read those books 
Maybe. Oh, he's a writer, writer. Like, yeah, that's where I know his name. Maybe he writes I just thrillers. See it. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's how I know it. Okay. God damn it. Well, you guys. No, I just couldn't right. remember. I can't remember anything. It's my poop brain is just getting out of control. It's it, getting away from me. It's I lost, lost the hold fine. on it. He writes cute books for kids and how cute good for him books for adults god his brain just must be out of control but good for him yeah um so in our but thank you for the ratings and reviews and oh my gosh, joining yes. our group i got um, so excited when i read all the reviews oh it just i mean if we help people or make them laugh that's terrific actually it or is. you even god forbid listen to our sh- stories we <laughs> <laughs> the crime which i don't even know if people get through I don't, i'm um, not sure either yeah the our listeners to us my gosh have saved our lives for sure yes. we couldn't obviously we would probably still do it with one person listening but we probably would the feedback just and just the community and everything is yeah. well i'm gonna put my incredible lap blanket on my gunt mm. life lap blanket made by an amazing listener and let's let's dig into no this tale do you oh, want wait do we have more well, things um did you have any facebook funny i was gonna say um yeah i think i wrote a thousand times that things were hilarious but now it I was really good i did it, like the one um it was from nikki ryan and it was because i'm kind of a space nerd mm. um going to space camp and graduating from space oh, yeah. camp oh yeah um <laughs> as a grown adult not as a child it's still so embarrassing as a grown adult um so this was like a little twitter um and she just put it on i'm trying to find um and she for me it just says <laughs> after seeing the earth from the moon neil armstrong said it changed his perception of humanity before <laughs> yeah. there were arbitrary divisions and strife but afterwards he only saw one people all losers who hadn't been on the moon before <laughs> that's true he's looking at a whole planet full of goddamn losers a bunch of just shit bags that didn't accomplish shit no he's standing on the moon he's off of the planet looking at every single other human being on the earth and he's like, I got to go back and compete with these shitbags? Yeah. That will never, ever experience what I'm seeing right now. Ever. These total lose bags. Everyone and I got to go live with this stink town? Can go fuck themselves. Oh, that hit me where, that just hit me. Okay. I loved it. I remembered which one I loved oh, now. There were so many good ones. Because when you just got carried away and started screaming, talking of course i remembered the one that somebody said you were gonna read what? Um, that's right what were you gonna read well first somebody said this has nothing to do with the podcast but this was kevlin rudd Sachs, yes. and said he didn't just dump me he called me on a video call with his new girlfriend and they farted <laughs> and laughed <laughs> saying i'm her. the one who farted <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how you can live in a world where you rip one and then blame it on the other person. That was good. I was so laughing out loud. Oh my God, um, that was funny. 
God, what was it that you were supposed to read, though? It was something that we... Well, maybe you'll find says, it. Okay, I'll keep looking. Oh, God, there's Jason Momoa. I know, and his little bits. His dong. Yeah. His dong. Um, well, we're going way back in time, because we usually have 97, 92, 2013, <laughs> yeah. and 2010. And those seem to be the, when all the crimes happened. Just all mm-hmm. of them. All mm-hmm. of the crimes. So we're going way back. Way back to the days when we were kids. 1910. The good old tens. 1910. <laughs> is what? 120. What? How many? 113 mm, years? I don't know. How to we do don't know. Have. Um. So way back when, what the hell was going on in 1910? So we watched a show we've we have covered on here before when that bitch wife got mm-hmm. killed because she only served her husband goddamn jam for mm-hmm. dinner. What was he supposed to put the jam on? Um, he just wanted some bread, I guess. And so she deserved to die. She did in on the that bathtub. one. She served jam. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, we watched murder maps in a quite famous case for the UK folk. Dr. Maybe Crippen. you'll know it. Yes, you may have heard this one. I guess it is pretty famous. It's been covered in books and TV shows and movies and things. Um, um, did you look up anything about 1910? I did. What did you look up? There actually were two movies and i didn't realize they actually had movie movies and you can Hmm. find these on the internet and watch them okay but there was a 1910 wizard of oz where the characters and the outfits are horrifying like very frightening like horrifying nightmare Uh fuel um and a frankenstein so i didn't know that they even had Movies way back because I think 1929 was the first Oscars. I think so. That's I guess I think like oh that's movies then. I don't know. But when was their sound? Like 30, 29, 20s, so 29. These, these were silent. These had to have been silent. Well, with some old lady going on the piano. Um, baby names. These lovely female little girl names: Mildred, Ruth. Margaret, Dorothy, Alice, Helen, and Mary. And then boys' names are the typical... It's like John, isn't James, it? John, Charles, <laughs> Henry, Edward, Robert, George. Those are all names that are like really popular yes. right now. Yes. Mildred, not so much, no. but all the boys' names. Definitely. The boys' names never change. Life expectancy for a male was only 48 Oof. That is bad. I didn't realize it was like, mm, that's way young. And you, when you were 48 in 1910, you probably looked 78, 79. <laughs> um, in like Pedro Pascal. Yes. Pedro Pascal is a very young, handsome. Um, mm-hmm. um, females were 51. So still a little bit longer. Um, that good old typhoid Mary was spread in her crotch really? typhoid all over keep it to yourself mary yeah keep that typhoid in she killed two more families i think after this point she was put away for a little bit and then released and then uh. and she done did it the word moron was introduced in psychology meaning someone that is dull 
<laughs> and it's a great word. It sure a moron. Is. Like that would be a t- it would be in your hospital file writings. Moron. Dull. <laughs> she seems dull and listless. Yeah. Moronic oh, and you listless. Got, <laughs> you got labeled as a moron in your your doctor notes. <laughs> what what is what what did you get diagnosed with? Moron. I'm a moron. Moronism. <laughs> I'm literally a moron. They were prescribed cocaine. <laughs> Probably. To oh, help me with my dullness. Yeah. yeah. Um just <laughs> just so you know. Mom, I got it. I got moron. <laughs> I'm a moron. Just your certified moron. <laughs> At least they, they figured it out. Oh. At least they came up with a name. Dumb. Um, Washington State became the fifth state to allow a woman to vote. No. Still not every woman could. Those but only idiots. in five states. Haley's comment went by. Oh really? And everybody was all a buzz over it. Hmm. They thought the gas in the tail, which is some sort of like gas, space gas, mm-hmm. was going to come onto the planet and kill everyone. So every moron was buying freaking gas masks to wear when the comet went by mm. and then they were selling gas pills <laughs> like the grifters would sell gas pills for like a dollar and you could buy them and then you would take the pills when the <laughs> comet went by these were dumb those were um yeah like smelling salt or what did, what did they the vapors like and they would yeah. um the world was listening to Irving Berlin Oh, always good. Spaghetti Rag. Yeah. Was one I of love the it. most popular songs. And The Maiden with the Dreamy Eyes hmm. was also very, very. Oh my God, there was a song. Yeah. Called Tramp, Tramp, Tramp. Oh. I wish I wow. could f- hear that one. Um, do you know I the new tech for your house? Vacuum cleaners and washing machines were brand no. new, but they were so expensive that regulars couldn't really buy it. No. Most were getting telephones or near somewhere with a telephone. But there was newly invented this year instant coffee, escalators, cellophane, oh. razor blades became disposable, and toasters. I mean, they must have thought they were just living the life. Do you know what the toy was? And not just they said toy, but like pastime for of all ages. Marbles? Lincoln Logs! (gasps) But come on. Do you go to someone's house for a dinner party and that's what they were doing for fun in 1910 was playing Lincoln Logs? What were the people in this? Hello, George. <laughs> I would certainly take a sherry. Oh, I see you've set up the Lincoln Logs. <laughs> Let's bend. And your moron wife is already <laughs> ruined the cabin. <laughs> they had pogo sticks. Raggedy Ann dolls were everywhere. Yeah. They did have board games. But restaurants were mostly like music halls and every restaurant would have like a dance floor music halls and like musical theater kind of like pre burlesque and 
all that stuff really um was huge like just going out and listening well i guess because they didn't well they didn't even have radio they had nothing because they had to what go did to you the do hall for and fun read know. a book and then talk to your idiot husband <sighs> i don't watch know. your kid play with stick and hoop (laughs) 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 and then play lincoln logs with your adult friends yeah oh my god um so 1910 sounds like a year i feel like they're trying to advance and so they're they're trying to get cool they just aren't there yet it doesn't seem like the place for us no um so we're gonna travel again to london but we have two Americans in London, and they just fuck up the place. They really do. Um, so we're sorry again for Americans going over. We and screwed being this shit one up. Bags. Yeah. Um, nineteen ten in London has a doctor, and they said his name backwards in the show. I think or on the. Um, his name is Holly Harvey Crippen, but mm. I think on the show they said Harvey, Harvey Holly. Holly. But I don't. He was Holly Crippen. But he's Dr. Crippen. Mm -hmm. And actually, he's a homeopath doctor. And he got that license in the United States. So when he went to London, they said, bitch, this isn't a real doctor. And he could not practice medicine. Right. So he was selling, like, I feel like it's medicine show type tonic. Mm -hmm. Like boner tonic and stuff (laughs) like that. And he was doing that a little bit. Um, he had a wife from the United States. See, I, they didn't say in the show and I had to look. She also was an American. She was? Okay. And sh- her name was Cora, but she was a bit of a performer. She was one of these music hall singer mm-hmm. dancers that everyone was a- obsessed with because that's all there was to do. Mm-hmm. And she went by the stage name Belle Elmore. So Belle and Dr. Crippen came to london together i'm not quite sure why because they were in new york city i think before which would be a little bit i don't know more her 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 gig seemed to be yeah she wanted to be a really grand opera singer i think like the lady in the breastplate with the the viking horns um but in the show they gave her a hot burn and they said (laughs) she had no talent and no voice and she was handsome, so I feel like she really did had many strikes against yeah. her in the entertainment business. Um, Dr. Crippen, as well, was not a real medical doctor, and he is going, who knows, cart, taking his little cart around and selling boner tonic. Mm-hmm. So these two are are doing they're doing all right but they're not they're not <laughs> they're not cream of the crop but neither of them is really living out th- what they really wanted to do like he really wanted to be a doctor right. and couldn't and she really wanted to be a famous opera singer and she she wasn't, wasn't. going to be sh- no. shit of that at all but they- she was really pops like she had a ton of friends oh she was hugely popular she had in her pictures she had a a really i think cool style that it was music like music hall but i thought she just was like balls to the wall and she must have had like a huge personality i have a feeling that she did well she had pictures of herself all over their house yeah and she was just like dressed just crazy and i thought for that time to stand out like that i thought she had balls yeah um anywho this voiceless (laughs) talent she has no voice and no talent and he is um i think like a human like the definition of wiener. Yeah. 
Um, they do show his picture with her picture. She, I mean, she was real borderline handsome yeah. into passing. Yep. Um, but I thought handsome. Right yeah, away. I was just I, everyone handsome. in the show was mm-hmm. ha- definitely handsome. He looked like Mr. Noodle again from Sesame Street. He did. He had the Mr. Noodle mustache, round glasses, the mm-hmm. bald Mr. Noodle hair, very petite, sir. Yeah. Um, in his picture and the reenactment was spot on. Their reenactment people I thought were pretty good, also- except for maybe one. I thought the reenactor people were actually kind of good actors in this. Yeah, I felt like Did you? Just, yes. I couldn't even make up. It was hard until there was one spot where I, okay. I thought, oh, no. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought they were good because he, Dr. Crippen, in the reenactment where he comes home from work, handsome Belle Cora is mm-hmm. at the piano and singing but actually singing well so mm-hmm. this must have been an mm-hmm. uh actress that actually could sing playing her because i picture her as just not being able to sing very well, well i feel like she must have been able to sing she just because people do were opera, going maybe, to maybe. yeah but just couldn't do opera like wasn't that good yeah okay you know it was like a great karaoke yeah. singer but wasn't gonna be Celine Dion. Yes. Um, so she's singing and he's coming home sad mm. saying that he left his job and he was going to an, trying to go to another job or open some sort of clinic or he wanted to be go to open a dentistry and she's just completely ignoring him. Oh yeah, he made up something about pulling yeah. teeth. And oh god. Yeah, and she's ignoring him and he's asking for some of his money to open a dentist office yeah well i looked up and well, i mean it was wikipedia but no one's using this podcast for <laughs> um wikipedia said that he actually lost his job because he was spending so much time trying to manage and take care of her career mm. and so he was her manager but then she controlled i think the money and bossed him okay. around a little bit yeah he was kind of her right-hand man and not her yeah. husband. She wasn't yeah. seeing him as that. So it, you kind of get the picture that he's constantly begging her for money and attention and to do his thing, and she just ignores well, him Well, he's telling totally. her, like, the saddest um, story ever, and she's like, just tickling the ivory. And totally and ignoring like, him. please stop. Yeah. And she's like, stop for one second, and there's like, burr, burr, yeah. burr, burr, burr. And just was like, fuck up. Pretty I'm much the same as just yeah. saying, hey, guess what? Going. Yeah. It was and like then walking out of the room. Yeah. Um, she gave him the same. Yeah. He then, though, gets a job at a deaf school, maybe like a blind school like Adam had yes. for Mary, but he was at a deaf school. <laughs> yeah. And he falls in love with a non-deaf typist mm-hmm. there. Um, and her name is Ethel. Leneve, something like that. Leneve. Ethel looked like she was perhaps a vampire with cholera. The actress? The whole time, yeah. all I was like, is she going to die? I, Does she have tuberculosis? I was thinking she, she took herself out of the coffin to go shoot her scenes. <laughs> Like the same thing. Like this is a corpse. <laughs> it was so this weird. This is a barely animated 
thought out corpse playing the role of Ethel. <laughs> As well as a handsome corpse. Why was it like that? I don't know. There was no explanation to why this was a like a vampire or one of the gentlemen from Buffy. I why this was a corpse that crawled out of the grave when their alarm went off and went to shoot this a dead, dead corpse, a dead girl. She um, it was she like look she health. had jaundice. Yeah, something. Her she liver was, was not in there. Yeah, she was not. But she was supposed to be the beautiful a human color. Yeah. She was supposed to be the mistress. They played Ethel as, yeah, someone with ty- typhoid Mary. As a sick- yeah. sickly. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't at all. She was supposed no, to just be no. a young, cute, hot secretary. Yeah. Um, You know, that. But she was. Got the boss's attention. Maybe an ancestor um, of the color. I don't know. We don't know. Yes. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, but she didn't sparkle. She just was no. very green. Yeah. Like Kermit. Yeah. Yeah. And he begins an affair with Ethel. So Ethel and Dr. Crip- Crippen are having this affair. But I also learned in that Wikipedia that Bell Cora was just jumping from Wang to Wang. She was a hump fest. Really? She was having affairs the entire time hmm. she was with Dr. Crippen. She just was not swatting away one wiener. She was <laughs> grabbing them. And so she was a hump fest. Ugh. She was a human mattress. Cora slash Bell. So he decides whatevs and has this affair with this corpse. And their affair did last, like, it was a few years, actually. Okay, But Cora was going to pound town Mm -hmm. as well he was telling ethel though so i'm not it's kind of controversial at the end how much she was aware but i think she was aware of much more than she said but she said at first he would stay they would have lunch he would stay later Mm -hmm. from work and she thought he just seemed like he was avoiding going home then he shared with her that he and his wife, Cora, had drifted, she said, drifted apart in sympathy. Does that mean just hate each other now? I think so. Um, and he began sneaking off with her and spending more time with Corpse Ethel than Cora. <laughs> yeah. One night, though, Dr. Crippen decides he's going to have this friend couple of theirs mm-hmm. over the Martinetti's. Yeah. Where it's like an 80 year old and an 80 year old mm-hmm. and the 80 year old lady comes in and she's like a theater type lady. Um, and then her husband comes in, who's all like coughing and shitting yeah. himself or and like, farting. Why did you come? Yeah. Like why, you know, it's typhoid Mary season and you're coming <laughs> here coughing and shitting all over in your weird suit. And she's like, sorry. Yeah. And so they come and they have this, um, Dinner. Yeah. Miss, M- Mrs. Martinelli is described as an aging musical artist. Yeah. And they were in like the music hall type. Yeah. They group. were just like theater people, theater friends. Geek friends. Yeah. Yeah. And they have a lovely dinner. You see Cora just entertaining and telling a story and singing and they're laughing while Dr. Crippen is serving them yeah. their drinks and kind yeah. of acting like a bitch yep. boy. And he's pretending to fawn all over his wife like Cora darling I guess he's American um you know I love you you're 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 a special gal there and 
she is not paying him any more mind, but, you know, being having fun. They seem to have fun and they play a game of whist. Yeah, not Lincoln Logs. They didn't play Lincoln Logs, but they played whist. Was Lincoln Logs just in the United States? Let's play Lincoln Logs. (laughs) How about I build a house? And you can put a fence up for your pretend horse. What These adults playing Lincoln Bitches Logs? played whist until 1.30 in the morning. What the hell is whist? I don't know. Um, I gotta learn whist now. It sounds like a blast. Whist game Can pull you away from Lincoln Logs. Rural. It's an English trick-taking card game. Oh, it sounds fun. It was widely played in the 18th and 19th centuries. Um, ooh, and the rules are simple. So this is right up my alley. Because I do not understand cards. Yeah. I can do solitaire. Mm-hmm. And like King's Corner. Yeah. Maybe. That's good. And I can do slapjack. Sure. But I do not understand cribbage. Um, Jamie Teach has to teach me new every time. Like I've never seen it before in my life. He teaches me And then Phil counts like 15-1, 15-2. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Jamie I don't understand like it. And... Dave and Terry, Thomas, if you're listening, I know you're going to scream at me because they always wanted to learn me to learn cribbage so that we could play with them because Phil loved it, but I don't get it. And I don't know how to play like five, any games with like trumps. And- no. Yeah. Euchre. Yeah. I don't get that. That's hard. Jamie's family is all euchre. <clears throat> um, like My mom and dad play, play 500 euchre. all the time and I don't. Get it? I'm so dumb. Well, about what's the cards. rules about whist then? Is okay. it just show your tits and whist? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can do that. And everyone goes whist. It's kind of like yeah, you have five, it's like oh, you have four players. You- <laughs> Good God! I whist. whist. I whist. You would take your clothes off. I whist. You would put your shirt back on, <laughs> madam. Um, okay, this is what it says. Yeah. Whist is played by four players who play in two partnerships mm-hmm. with the partner sitting across. Players draw cards to determine dealers and partner determine dealer and partners. I don't get it already. With the two highest playing against the two lowest, who have seating rights. I don't this what is the hard fuck does now. this mean? To comment on the cards in any way is strictly against the rules. One may not comment upon the hand one was dealt, nor about one's good fortune. So you can't like well, why you want to tell people your cards? Yeah. So, don't do that. It's like poker. Yeah, she got yeah. all these aces. The oh, oh and this is like a pl- it's a, like a trick and a trump. This no, is I can't pass. play it. We're done. The player to the dealer say left show your tits. Lead the first trick. I don't know what no. that means. We're already done. Okay. Um, so they're playing whist and they understand it while we would just be slack jaw morons. <laughs> we would get moron stamped yeah. on our paper. They would send us to the doctor. Oh my, you have moron today. Yeah. And this dinner party, like you said, they partied it till one yeah. thirty a.m. Mr. Crippen is seeming to enjoy Cora and Cora is having a fabulous time. But then we see a reenactment. It must be like 2 a.m. when the Martinettis yeah. leave. Cora is putting her hair in curlers of some sort. I don't know what she's doing. It looks like she's curling her hair or putting it in curlers for bedtime. Yeah. And Dr. Crippen creeps in like a pervert and he has what looks like 
either a Guinness beer or a Dr. Pepper. I can't tell. He's giving her a big, dark ass, full, humongous drink. And then she fucking slams yeah, it. Yeah. What was it? A beer? I don't know what it was, but it was a dark. It looked like a Guinness, but or a Dr. Pepper. It could have been either. She slams it. And How can, why would you slam anything right before bed? I In don't understand this. Liquid like that. Yeah. Um, so what they think now happened in the crime world at this point in history, when she begins to slam the dark Dr. Pepper beer, there might have been, I kept it thinking they were saying hyacinth, but they were saying hyacinth or hyacinth, which they describe it's used to calm mental patients <laughs> that's the wording they use too mental um, patients what so it, it's hyacinth calms mental patients so it must be like a horse tranquilizer that you give a crazy when they're flipping out and you just shoot them like what? with elephant tranquilizer and maybe this is hyacinth hyacinth hydrobromide but i thought it's calming to the mentals it says now that they use it for travel no what the hell hmm well maybe it's changed its formula a bit (laughs) what they think is dr crippen put this poison in the drink but then there is talk here and there that there was a shot heard where some neighbors are thinking they heard a shot other neighbors thinking they were hearing loud screaming but they didn't do shit about it and then hearing screaming and shots and then some neighbors that heard nothing and there's no it just ends there there's no solving of real of hmm. what it was but this hyacinth was detected i believe eventually it, it says in the because early cats, 1900s it's poisonous yes yeah, so this was poison that was detected in the body and how they detected it it's a barbiturate. Like cats go and then get wiggly weird eyes. So it's like catnip <laughs> to cats if they go and sniff some corpse with hyacinth? I don't know, but they said we test it because a cat comes in and gets Google eyes. <laughs> That's not a, that doesn't seem like a very scientific test. You bring a cat in? I don't know. That's, I think I feel like I heard something wrong. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. Bring in the cat. <laughs> Why? Okay, I gotta look that up again. So, what may have happened is at this point in time, with this night when the Martinettis were over, mm-hmm. uh, Cora she down died. She was somehow killed. Well, she was just gone by Doctor Crippen because she, yes, she was gone. She was never seen again after that night. Never seen again. The next morning, though, the music hall ladies guild, her friends, her besties, along with old lady Martinetti, got a letter supposedly written Mm -hmm. by Cora Bell. And she says pretty much like, oh, shit, I got to go out of town right away because there's a relative in America that's really sick and I got to go help out. Bye. And that's pretty much what the letter said. The friends are like, oh, all right. Because they're from America. Her family's right. in America. That I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And she was gone. 
But her friends, Dr. Crippen seemed to underestimate her friends. Her friends kept asking again and again and again, where is she? Where is she? Why isn't she contacted us? Because you can write letters. There were telephones. You can send, you know, telegrams and things like well, that. Well, remember the one time when you buried your phone well, and no, we were I like, F that, that we're, we came over and knocked on your door and said, get out of your house and find your fucking phone. Remember we miss your vulgar text. <laughs> I don't remember this <laughs> at all. It seems... None of us... Would, we would be the same as her friends. We would be like... Oh, where right. is yeah. yeah in the meantime they're like where why did our friend just take off first and leave us his dumb note she's not communicating that she got to america or mm-hmm. saying i'm here or sending messages which they would have done and i'm sure they've traveled and sent messages in the meantime corpse ethel has moved <laughs> in with dr crippen yep and not only has she moved in she is wearing cora's jewelry and clothing and fur all now, over the town i am wondering how she made that happen since with her cholera and typhoid typhus and all the yeah. other things she had and jaundice um, how she could fit into the robust Cora's clothes. They must have hung on her like big saggy poop underwear. Like it. Yeah. I don't know how that no. happened, but okay. And the friends go to Dr. Crippen and they tell him, come on, what's the deal? Where is she? Have you heard from her? Who is this lady wearing her clothes? What the hell is going on? And Dr. Crippen just tells them, I don't know. She's in California. She's doing California stuff. When I hear from her, I'll hear from her. And then he told them, oh, and then she kind of got sick. I don't know. She's feeling all right, but she's not writing. And he's making up all these excuses. Mm-hmm. And he's telling them that this urgent trip to Los Angeles where she's sick or someone else is sick and it's not working as well as he thought because the friends are not buying it anymore Mm -hmm. what happens is there is a famous strong woman who comes into the story is a she hulk (laughs) and her name is vulcana yeah it is vulcana is seen in pictures is a very lovely woman who doesn't even seem to have any kind of a muscle tone no (laughs) she didn't but she went about in the music halls and would lift weights and men would get i'm sure had boners back then for women lifting weights because it was so unusual Mm -hmm. and would boner it up in the music halls and she toured like that and was a very lovely lady and became friends with all the music hall gals bell's friends and she was not having it god damn it volcana wanted to know where the hell her friend was <laughs> and so they gathered all the weird assholes in the music hall and they went to scotland yard and said our friend is missing and if you don't find him i'm gonna kick the shit out of you because i'm volcana right and she was gonna just bench the shit out of their heads <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then we get a detective named Walter Dew, Walter Dew, and he gets on the case. He had been on the Ripper case. He was a brand new police officer. Well, he had was six years in when the Ripper murders happened and he was all in the midst of that. So mm-hmm. he has a little bit of a reputation. He goes to Cora and Dr. Crippen's house and starts sniffing around and farting around there's a reenactment where Ethel comes down looking sicker than ever, oh. looking like she is dying as she is talking. She's dying. 
like her soul is just leaving as we're her filming the show yeah. she's saying keeps saying the doctor isn't here and he says well i'll wait for him and she says the doctor isn't here if you want to talk to him and he says i'll wait for him and it goes back and forth and then finally yeah, walter hugh kind of uncomfortable. yeah the doctor isn't here she's trying to get this guy out and then yeah. he says well i'll wait for him corpse ethel he knows who she is that she's the girlfriend because she was pull- trying to pull off that she was just yeah, the housekeeper he kept saying he recognized her corpse body mm-hmm. he- do makes ethel take him to where dr crippen is yeah like uh, not only am i going to talk to him you're going to take me to where he is right mm-hmm. now and he goes talks to dr crippen and he starts asking him all these questions and catching him in these lies. And Dr. Crippen is like, and changes his story to where, oh my goodness. Well, my wife isn't dead. She just left me. She left me for another man. And I'm terribly embarrassed. And she left me. I mean, that kind of makes sense, actually. In fact, in the Wikipedia, the other theory is that yes she left with her very long time mister mistress <laughs> this mister and that she went to live with her sister in new york city and she there was even a registered bell l whatever doing music hall stuff at the time so she literally could have just left him and he had been telling the truth but he was such a weird fucker mm-hmm. and a nervous fucker and his girlfriend was moved in immediately mm-hmm. you'd think if you your wife just left you would be scared shitless that she would come back any day and there you have your girlfriend living there right so he i he had to have known she's not coming back because he wouldn't have had the balls to do that but he changes his story and tells um inspector do that she just left me. She's living in California, but she's living with her boyfriend and she left. And I'm just embarrassed. And I made up that she died because she's a dumb bitch. And that's what his kind of his right. story was. And Dude was like, well, well, yeah, all right, whatever. Um, and let him go. It's like, okay, I guess. I mean, I, and they even, they're interviewed in this show as their character, yes. which is weird. Yeah. So he's saying, you know, people are saying I should have arrested him, but there was no evidence. He's like, I had nothing to arrest him on. So whatever, you know, and I went about my way. And um, what happens then is neighbors hear or tell the police that the doctor that day or the next day was in all a tizzy and seen sending people to buy boys' clothes and bring them to the house, and then he disappears, and Ethel is disappears, mm-hmm. um, and just takes off in like a, a panic, leaving the house, and they are just gone. Mm-hmm. And Inspector Dew is like, "Oh, okay." So he goes back into the Crippen household, searches around. Doctor Crippen is taken off with Ethel with boys clothes for some reason mm-hmm. sent to the house and they show the reenactment and Walter Dew is like looking, digging in drawers and looking all over and thinking and staring. And then he finds a hidden He's door thinking. in the wall. And he, it, this is like, I want you to picture listeners, David Bowie. Oh my God. He's David Bowie. That's what I wrote down too. You did not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I died. I was like, why is David Bowie? It's David, a young David yeah. Bowie. The inspector. Yeah. Okay. David Bowie's the inspector. Oh God, and he finds safe. like young Frankenstein, like a hidden doorway in the wall. 
and he goes down to a cellar and I don't know how he found it, but um I don't know buried because he wasn't he was in a suit he's not digging with his hands he no. was fancy but anyway in the cellar is our hu- human remains covered in lye um and the bones like the skeleton is missing the arms and legs are missing the head is missing sex organs are missing all that's left is literally just gross flat torso flesh it's like you skin like if you skinned something and then just threw the skin pile down like the the skin pile just splattered i didn't understand. it was literally like just pieces of mangled flesh yeah. they said in a hole with so it ha- couldn't it obviously couldn't have been there for a while though if it had still been flesh. Even if you put lye on something, doesn't it still stink? Or does that make it I don't not know. stink? I it's thought not, it just made it rot faster. I don't know. I don't know. But wh- why would you have that in your house? So here's where they call. I don't know. Um, And it's just a skin. Where's the rest of it? I don't know. So the it's like just flesh. Like you can't tell what it is. It's just flesh. But here's where they do the hyacinth teeth. They they bring in the cat and the cat's <laughs> eyes dilate if there's hyacinth. So then they have to have a cat in their little medical bag and pull out a cat and grab it and wave it around. It's like a, a what magician. The hell? <laughs> magician has a rabbit. I've a never doctor heard has of a such cat. a thing. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> The cat obviously has dilated eyes or whatever the hell they did because they find it in her system, I guess, as well as they find this gross piece, skin piece of stomach, Mm -hmm. which they said had a scar that was consisted. She had an ovary removed surgery. (laughs) And I don't know why everyone knew that, but everyone, I guess, holler friends said, yeah, she had a scar on her gunt. Her... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they literally show it, it was cut the, up into little skin pieces on a slide in the show. It was the old lady who Fucking knew gross. that she had yeah. seen her naked. F- no, yeah. what was her name? Martin Nettie. Bi- yeah, yeah, Martin Nettie. Yeah. She'd seen her naked for some godly, ungodly yeah. reason. Um, But so they had this scar literally cut up into slices on a slide and they kept showing it again. Her skin the body or the flesh, it's not even a body. It was like the flesh patch, patch pile was in pajamas. And mm-hmm. this was true where it was wrapped in Crippen's Kripp- pajama top because they could ma- they even matched the brand name label with the bottoms that were found in his drawer upstairs and they never found the top. And then that set seemed to match. And then they went to the store or the designer and that type of design had only been sold in the past year. So it could have been from like a murder of right. 10 years ago or right. whatever. So that is the one thing that kind of sticks that pajama uh, he has thing. Some new jammies. Because there's some, some, evidence that pops up a hundred years later that makes all of this askew a woman would use her worst period stained pajamas and just get rid of them yeah but this dumbass is like no new pajamas i'm gonna use these yeah to rip out all of her i don't understand still why it's just some of the body i don't understand um nothing about that made sense 
Nothing about no. this makes like, sense. Where this were is the weird. bones? Where's the rest what of everything? Happened? And how yeah. did the how do the bones come out of it? I don't and know. And what it still is with the cat? <laughs> I don't know. So automatically, the police are all summoned, and it's like a mm-hmm. warrant goes out for Doctor Crippen and Ethel, and they think we got to look for them everywhere in other countries. We got to send out the word. We got to find mm-hmm. these dicks. Um, they look all over. And realize that he could have gone anywhere. And for some ungodly reason, the police get this so lucky. There is this ship called the SS Montrose. And it's going to Canada. And there's a Captain Henry Kendall, who is captain of the ship. And there's only 20 passengers. So this is not the love boat. This is a smaller Mm -hmm. one. They happen to have it's the wireless like the SS Minnow. Yes, it's yeah. very much like the Minnow. The they have the million. wireless telegraph, a brand new technology, brand new. Mm. And so they can zip and the Titanic had it as well and didn't do that much didn't for them. Really um Captain Henry, when he's forced to have his captain dinner at some table with some of his dick guests yeah. you know the captain has to we'll sit at the captain's table like the captain wants to sit with a bunch of drunken fools from the has been boozing at hardcore on a cruise ship all day and their super burned ass is stuffed into a tuxedo yeah. just to eat on a cruise captain Stubing loved it i don't know so he's eating at the table and he realized two of the dicks look just more fucked up than everybody else. There's this weird dick with no gro- weird mustache that's growing a shitty beard. And then clearly a woman dressed as a poor boy. Mm-hmm. And they were pretending that she was his son. Yes. So he was like treating her like his son. And she clearly looked like a 58 year old woman with cholera. Yeah. Yeah. And the captain's like, holy shit. I just heard about this dick who murdered his wife and is on the run with his girlfriend. No, he even said in the telegram that they were like weird. Denier. Yeah. And so he sends, yeah, off a wireless message to, um, I don't know, Scotland Yard. And he says, I believe, he says, I have a strong suspicion that Crippen, the murderer, and his accomplice are among my passengers. His mustache is shaved off. He's growing a beard. <laughs> the accomplice is dressed as a vo- boy, um, but voice, manner, and build undoubtedly <laughs> a girl. <laughs> so this dumb asshole Ethel didn't even try at no, all. No, she wasn't trying. She didn't try at all. Walter Dew then gets the word that, oh, God, he's on the boat to Canada. And he thinks, do I act? Do I chase him down? Because he could be wrong. I mean, yeah. it could just be a really ugly dad and a really ugly son. And it's um, a lot of money. And then he's going all that way to, to Canada. Across but the he ocean. says, fuck it. And he gets on a faster ship, faster than the Montrose in the Minnow with the twin yeah. passengers. And he books it to Canada and he gets there two days before and what is even funnier is that everybody in the whole world knows this story because on the wireless, it, yeah. the press must have been able to pick it up as well. So every newspaper knows that Dr. Crippen, except Dr. Crippen <laughs> and <laughs> Ethel, who's dressed as a homely son, um, they d- have no idea. 
But everyone in Canada has in the papers knows Dr. Crippen's coming. They're going to arrest him when he arrives. And everyone back in London is knows the whole story and is waiting for this to happen. I mean, that's kind of fascinating that the news did travel that fast and everyone knows that he's going to get caught, but him. And it's hilarious. They're all yeah. waiting at the port. Yes. Like, yeah, they're going to catch him, that fucker, Dr. Crippen. <laughs> and that's what happens. The mm-hmm. Montrose docks and what's his name? Mountain Dew is there <laughs> two days ahead of time, ready to arrest him. He even has Canadian police with just to, for everything. And they get on the ship. And when they find Crippen, I read that Crippen pretty much said, Oh, thank God. I couldn't handle the stress anymore. Aww, I just, that he was crap. arrested. And Ethel, who I guess cut her hair off because we also see the worst, one of the worst wigs in the history of terrible wigs. Yeah. She was like, oh, my God, can you get me some women's clothes and like a veil? Because she wanted a veil over her face and her hair. And she and wanted to wear women's clothes her. again. And they went and got it for her. See, wear fucking pants. Yeah, you did this to yourself. Yeah. What are you talking about? And they show real photos of her with mm-hmm. like a veil over her yeah. head, like cr- hiding down getting off as she's getting arrested mm-hmm. um and even songs were written in the time it took Crippen yeah. to get to canada making like fun dumb, of them yeah making fun of him so they had even had pop culture songs and this dick is still trying to get to canada and get away and the whole world knows where he is and he thinks he's scot-free good lord um so walter do gets the arrest brings him back to london he goes on trial at the famous old bailey he commits the crime in February. This is October 1910. Mm. And he says he's not guilty. Puts in the plea, not guilty. And the prosecutors are pretty much just thinking he's vain and he thinks he's committed the perfect crime and he's not going to admit to anything. But he's saying, no, I really didn't do this. Um, one side of, you know, the prosecutors are saying, the body took medical expertise to be able to like yank out the mm-hmm. freaking skeleton and leave just the body mass and to remove all the organs and the head and the arms. Who knows where they went, yeah. but to just leave a whole pile of flesh. And then the other side, like the defense is like any dumbass could do that. You just sloppily hack a body up. Yeah, it didn't um, seem like it was like... Now they pop in and they go they go to the future because there is a scar that they say was Bell's scar found on the stomach mm-hmm. flesh. Um but a hundred years in the future, so ten years ago, they did the DNA on this gross ass piece of skin that's in a slide. Mm-hmm. And not only is it not Cora, but it's a man. <laughs> Was there a man in there? But then why was it wrapped in his pajamas? And then there also was, they have not tested it because they asked, but there was her bleached blonde hair was mixed with the flesh. She had bleached blonde hair and that was all in the chunks of her hair were in there as well as his literal pajamas. They said that the, the stuff in the slide was a man's, but maybe a man was putting the slide together and it's the guy's from 1910, his DNA. Like it was corrupted. Maybe it could have been. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand that had to be her. Um, But the DNA is not matching from those slides, but who knows who is touching them and smearing their shit all over those slides. 
Um, anyway, so he's on trial and he's trying to explain that he didn't do this. But Spillsbury, who said, who was yeah! the. Yeah! You guys. He was also in the bath murders. If you listen to our bath ones, yeah. I think I kind of had the hots for Spillsbury. He was sexy in that one. He, he looks sexy. He does look sexy. He's hot. Yeah, he is. Spillsbury is hot. Isn't the one that he, he died by suicide? He died by suicide yes. when he was like 70 years no. old. Um, and his two of his yeah. kids died. They had a hard end. Yeah. Anyway, he's saying that she was poisoned. So he poisoned her in that drink she slammed and she was poisoned. He just took care of her then and tried to bury her and then freaked out Mm -hmm. and took off when he realized people were not believing his story anymore. They do show a good scene where the prosecutor is saying, "Um, so all you would have had to do is just find ask your wife to come and say she's alive did you ever once try to look for her and he went well no it's like so in order to save you from this trial you would have just had to find her or find where her friend or find where she is did you ever write to your friends or your family to look for her he's like well no he's like i did not uh okay so clearly you have to know she's dead because why wouldn't you say she's alive and try to find her desperately he's like well no I, I did know. not try. And he got him there. The jury goes away. These, these this jury took 27 yeah. minutes. 27 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> they come back guilty immediately. Yeah. Ethel Corpse gets her own trial, but it's almost like they felt so bad for her literally dying that she just gets acquitted and they don't even try to really she already looked so sickly they thought she was gonna pass any day yeah like she's a goner yeah but this she this bitch lived for a long time (laughs) after that oh my god they do think as people think about it they're like um she was wearing Cora's clothes. She had to know she wasn't there. Or that she why would she not take jewelry with her or furs? Like uh I would certainly leave with my jewelry. Yeah. I don't know. So she had to know something was up because she was wearing that bitch's clothes. Yeah. She knew it wasn't right. Um, but they have a reenactment where in the last moments of Dr. Crippen's life, he's with, he was allowed by Winston Churchill, yes. who was the home secretary, to visit with his beloved Ethel. He was not the prime minister Ethel, yet. Um, has... Well, she had cut her hair in the boy style, I guess. But I guess they just decided to get Andre the Giant's pubes again <laughs> and iron them out a little bit. Half-ass iron them out. Sew them on to some sort of raccoon mm-hmm. ass. And then taped it on her head. And then she looks like the Crypt Keeper. Mm-hmm. She looks to find that dead. Again. She is wearing a Andre the Giant's pubes. Tied to a raccoon butt that is taped to her head. And then she looks, I mean, definitely has stepped out of the underworld (laughs) and is doing this scene. And he's crying and she's crying and she says, Mm -hmm. God bless you, my darling. And then he gets hung. Right there. He gets hung in November. The crime was committed in February and he was guilty in October. They are quick. (laughs) There is people. 
people on death row for 30, 35 years. No. They are hung like the next week. Yeah, they didn't and they mess just, around. Like, well, I guess, I mean, it doesn't cost anything, really. You just need a rope. I mean, it's not a whole ordeal. But my God, they just was like, yeah, Did yep, he get done. any appeals or anything? Well, no. no. I, I mean, my God, it was weeks later. Yeah, it was just like, bam. And bam, done. Now, what I've learned is that where they still think that, you know, the DNA wasn't hers, um, that is it not, bo- is it the body not Cora? But I still, with the hair, with the pajamas, I think it had to be her. And her just disappearing and not taking her stuff, <laughs> even though there is signs that she could have went somewhere with a boyfriend. But Ethel told someone in Australia in 1930... That Crippen killed Cora because she had syphilis. For God's what sake. What in the hell? Where did you, is that on That's Wikipedia? In Wikipedia? Can that be true? Well, but then John List killed what's her name before having the syphilis. She had syphilis too. Did you just one day say, you know what? Your syphilis is just pissing me the hell off. <laughs> I'm going to poison you and chop up your body. It doesn't make sense. No. I mean, this is the most confusing thing I've ever... It is such a confusing crime. Yeah. And they have other DNA, but I think they just said, fuck it. We're not going to test it anymore because it's so fucked. And then they just quit. They were like, yeah. well, he's dead. Because they have her hair still. Yeah. And they just are like, yeah, everyone's dead. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. And we hung them anyway. And we can't... We really can't fix that. There are some like other movies made about him too like that kind of looked into was he really innocent right and like i can't remember what his behavior was strange he did freak out and try to run go to another country he did uh never look for her or write anybody or try to write her family and say have you heard from her he didn't do any of that and ethel seemed to not I don't know. Ethel seemed to be in on it, but I think she was so weird. They just let her go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, they didn't even care. Something wasn't right about her either. Cause she um, didn't seem too worried about being around him. The murderer. No. Yeah. But so there you can look up some newer info. That Kate Bush. Yes. Mentions this guy in her 1978 song "Coffee Home Ground." Hmm. Um, it's in a 1981 TV series called "Lady Killers." Oh, Ooh, we should look at that I one. Know. I wonder if they have old. Yes. Um, what is that? 1980s Lady yeah, Killers. Lady Killers. All right, we need to find John that. Boyne wrote. A 2004 novel, Crippen, a novel of murder. He's the one who wrote The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Oh, I think. God, that Um, book tears your heart out. Yeah, it's like there's a bunch. He keeps popping up all the time. Huh. Oh, man. He does in little pop culture things and saying there's too. a pbs series called secrets of the dead this is according to wikipedia and it's called executed in error and they explore the new findings of the Crippen mm. case yeah 
Yeah, he could. He could be. Who knows? It's I very think he undecided. Did it. I do yeah. too because she. I feel like she would have been like, "Holy crap! Don't hang him! I'm alive and I've just been in New York. He just sucked as a husband." <laughs> she. I don't think she was out was to get him. Super snores. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I think she would have said, "No, yeah. I'm alive." Yeah, me too. She would have seen the newspapers and the stories because it was everywhere, and she would have been yeah. like, "I'm not dead." Right. I don't think she had anything against it. Right. I am not dead. All right. Thank you for listening. And if you can rate us and review or send us a letter or something, I don't know. That would be great. Share us with your friends. Yes, please do. Join our Facebook group. Uh, Patreon hot men levels are available for all. Yeah, all of that. Um, Thank you so much much uh don't forget to be reading your book club book the thursday night murder club Mm -hmm. it's coming up in april all right bye. bye